Hey everybody, it's Jasmine here. I just wanted to check in with a little bit of bonus content before we really kick things off on Valentine's Day with the first official episode of the Avowed Podcast. I thought it would be a good idea to introduce myself and give you a bit of backstory on how I arrived at this moment in my career and in my life and just a little bit of a rundown of the events that led me to start this podcast in the first place. For as long as I can remember, I've always known that I wanted to dedicate this life to creativity and storytelling and artistic pursuit. I learned how to draw at a pretty young age copying comic books, and my love of comic books and storytelling translated into a double major in illustration and creative writing when I first started in university. However, I was pretty quickly swept up in a very unexpected love of ceramics. I was also pretty excited because for a time I thought that I had finally found my medium. As a creative hummingbird, I have always existed somewhere In between mediums, I love them all equally, and unlike many of my peers, I've never felt really drawn to a specific medium. So everyone around me really was eat, sleep, breathing ceramics, and for a little bit, I was too. But as is the pattern in my life, it wasn't long before a new medium presented itself to me and I was swept away by metalsmithing. So I think I was drawn to jewelry design for many of the same reasons that I was initially attracted to ceramics, which is making items that take on a personality and life of their own and experience life alongside us. So Whereas the coffee cup lives in its cupboard tucked away for most of the day, a ring or a necklace or even a rosary is infused with meaning as it wanders around the world with us. And I was fascinated by talismans because I was also fascinated by memory, how we capture and keep it safe from the natural erosion of time. It was a huge part of why creating talismans felt so crucial. It seemed necessary to create touchstones for our most important memories, like something tangible to hold on to. And while I was attending university, exploring memory and artistry and craftsmanship, I was simultaneously working in the restaurant industry, primarily as a baker. I loved baking because it felt like another medium through which to express my creativity, and I enthusiastically tackled intricate decorative techniques and As an avid foodie, I was strictly devoted to flavor above all. So eventually I graduated and I was thrust into deciding what exactly I wanted to do with all of these tools that I had acquired. I knew I wanted to be my own boss. I loved baking and creating beautiful artistic objects that accompanied moments in life worth memorializing. So naturally I started a wedding cake business. Honestly, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I was excited by the idea of treating a wedding like a collaborative art installation for two people in love to experience alongside everyone they love. As a memory-obsessed artist, this seemed like the ultimate creative opportunity. I still believe that this approach is possible, and I've even experienced it on a few occasions, 
although typically it is most evident in a styled shoot setting where creative freedom abounds. So that's why I entered the industry in the first place. And what I discovered on the other side of the aisle was a big mess of unrealistic expectation coupled with antiquated social scripts and increasingly long checklist, rampant trends, and a persistent depiction of marriage and weddings that excluded a lot of people. I also realized pretty quickly that the relationship between the people working in the industry and the people who are getting married, which is just about everybody, was really falling short. I think that that relationship has so much potential for intimacy. And from a collaboration standpoint, there's a lot of potential there. And I think that because it is such a trend-driven industry, we have a lot of couples getting married who assume that unless it's been done, it's not something they can ask for. So they'll bring a photograph to their vendor and ask them to replicate it rather than asking their vendors to do what they do best and innovate and play to their strengths and come up with something new and exciting that says something about them as a couple rather than just following a trend that they found on Pinterest or in a magazine. I had also never really considered questioning weddings and marriage until I was steeped in the wedding industry and I had a bird's eye view of our bride-centric culture. I never stopped to examine the toxic effects of a culture that rewards bridezilla behavior with celebrity, and I had always firmly believed in marriage equality, but I hadn't really come face-to-face with the realities of intolerance. I mean, think about it. The wedding industry has progressed and evolved in the past 30 years in enormous ways. Think back to the 80s. Or don't, because it was terrible and that taffeta shit show should stay where it is, but... I invite you to consider the speed at which weddings became cool. The current wedding industry has realized its creative potential, and sometimes it feels like the rebellious daughter of a preacher just, like, dying to put on hoop earrings and a tight skirt and get funky at the club. But the thing is, swift, unchecked progress that goes along its merry way without investigation and meaningful conversation is precarious at best especially when it's built on an antiquated institution. What I'm telling you is the recipe for a podcast. Start with one rebellious artist turned wedding cake baker, add a healthy dose of curiosity, mix with an overwhelming desire to tear apart toxic marital principles and replace them with soulful self-examination, and what do you have? The Avowed Podcast. I guess I just feel like it's time to wipe away some of the cobwebs left over from centuries of strictly heterosexual marriage that often amounted to an exchange of property under the church's conditional blessing. Because newsflash, love belongs to us all. This conversation, this institution, this intrinsic piece of the human experience, it is yours, mine, and ours. There is no place for hate, judgment, or prejudice on the Avowed Podcast. My hope is that this will develop into a safe space to shed harmful expectations and outmoded social scripts. I want this to be a safe space because this conversation is going to require me, you, and everyone involved to commit themselves to vulnerability at every stage. So what am I saying? 
I'm saying that I am done unconsciously following traditions that don't reflect my own beliefs. I'm done blindly following some pre-established checklist for the perfect wedding day because I'm also done pretending that perfection even exists. And I'm ready to ask a lot of questions about what marriage means to all of you. How are you making this crazy commitment work? Does monogamy make sense? Do they need to put a ring on it? Is marriage a legally binding agreement? words spoken under God, or perhaps a less concrete promise to stick it out for as long as you possibly can. I suspect it is all of these things, but I want to hear what you have to say. I've been in a relationship for 10 years with my best friend Patrick, and before you ask, we are not married. I'm not sure if we will get married, but I can tell you right now, in this moment, it feels like we already are. The question at this point is not so much one of commitment, but rather, do we want to have a wedding? In my family, Marriage has a pretty terrible track record, and somehow, despite the odds, I've managed to hitch my cart to this totally rad horse, and it seems pretty clear that neither of us is going anywhere without the other, which is crazy and awesome, and I think probably worth celebrating with a parade and everyone we love, and lots of food and booze and really loud new wave music and probably a disco ball. So yes, I am selfishly in this to better understand where I'm coming from on this topic, because I fell somewhere in the middle on most of these traditions and concepts. I'm not for or against any of it, but I am really fucking curious. I'd like to end this rambling monologue by saying that it is crazy terrifying to be releasing this podcast right now during what is arguably one of the darkest moments in American history, certainly in our democracy. I am hypersensitive to how difficult things are for everybody right now. I know that it's a lot to ask you to turn off the news and engage in a conversation that isn't necessarily politically charged, although there are a fair amount of politics in love and marriage, as you well know. I'm grappling with balancing this whole mess, so I can only imagine you are as well. And... Part of me wants to drop everything and devote myself 100% to activism, and the other half recognizes the importance of self-care, that it is still necessary to somehow find purchase for our own passions, career, and creativity. I know it feels as though we're all fighting for something right now, but I'm pretty sure if we abandon our lives in that fight, then we will have nothing to hold on to in what's to come. If you're interested in reading a little bit more about my feelings on this particular subject, I invite you to read my most recent blog post, which you can find under Real Talk on Jasmine R. Lily, L-I-L-L-Y.com. Anyhow, I want to thank you for joining me in this investigation. Please reach out with questions, suggestions, and ideas about how I can guide this conversation in ways that are meaningful to you. If you're interested in being interviewed or you just want to reach out, you can submit an inquiry on my website or at avowedpodcast at gmail.com. And one last thing, if you haven't subscribed yet, please, please do so immediately. I have eight weeks from the moment I released my preview to gather as many listeners and subscribers as humanly possible in order to be featured on iTunes New and Noteworthy, which would ensure the long-term success of this podcast, I'm pretty sure. And it's a pretty slick deal. You get a whole bunch of thoughtful, funny, poignant podcast episodes for free. All you have to do is push that subscribe button. So I guess that concludes today's bonus episode. This is Jasmine Lilly signing out, reminding you it's all for love and love for all.